0: Welcome, everybody, to another Career Crossroads podcast. Uh, I'm excited that you've decided to either dial into the show or listen to us later when you're on your treadmill or your Stairmaster or doing your thing with the dog. Uh, Either way, we're glad that you are dialed in and giving us just a little bit of your attention today. Uh, We've got about 10 minutes that we're going to talk with uh, sort of an industry. uh, Well, this guy's been around a while. Uh, I wouldn't call him local, though. He's not local to most of our listeners. So you may or you may not know who he is. Uh, Gal, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: So for those who do not know who Gal Amaga is, uh, Gal, why don't you give us what I like to call, and is now got to be getting famous, this request, an escalator pitch uh, for what you do and sort of why the listeners should care about your opinion at all, like a little bit of background.
1: I'm a veteran entrepreneur who started the companies uh, before in the last 20 years. Uh, my focus has been uh, the recruitment technology industry. Uh, as you can see from my accent, I'm not from Texas, I'm from Tel Aviv. Uh, and um, Israel is, is a hub for a lot of technology companies, you may know, uh, but uh, recruitment in general, recruitment technology in particular has fascinated me. Uh, and um, I feel very fortunate uh, to be an entrepreneur in this business that in addition to uh, creating good businesses is also creating a lot of good in our world, helping people find jobs, helping companies find good talent. So I feel fortunate to be in that kind of a business. Uh, I started companies in the recruitment technology industry before. My previous company is a company called Pandologic. You may have heard about Pandologic. It Uh, was acquired by Veritone a couple months ago, successful uh, journey that I had with that company uh, and a successful exit. And uh, about four years ago, I started uh, Talenia to solve a different uh, problem in the recruitment uh, industry that has to do with the sourcing of talent. Uh, Pandologic uh, focused on Active job seekers creating a programmatic advertising platform for recruitment advertising. Talene is focused on automating the sourcing um, process and bringing AI into that uh, process.
0: Nice. Well, so i just I just learned this in the green room while we were kind of waiting to get started. So I'm gonna, I love a good heartstring story. So before we kind of jump into the topic of uh, AI and recruiting and sourcing. Uh, is it Is it a true, true fact uh, that your your partner, she is a she is a recruiter or she was a recruiter and now she's an HR?
1: Absolutely. And I always like to say that I created a company to help my wife. And <laughs> you know, I, I was watching her doing sourcing on LinkedIn, entering keywords, sifting through listings, contacting people one by one. And I felt it wasn't a good uh, use of her time. And she said, you know, if you know better, invent some technology that can help me, you know, spend my time better. And I did that. Yeah, uh, challenge accepted. Years. Yes.
0: Did you, uh, you auto, did you automate her right out of recruiting? Is that why she went into HR?
1: Uh, she's had, you know, over 20 years of recruitment experience. She, she is actually the HR manager for for, Talenia, for our company. So she, she likes to focus on multiple uh, uh, aspects of uh, HR. And since we've automated the recruitment sourcing, uh, everyone can source by themselves. We don't need so much the help of recruiters in our company.
0: Well, so, <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about that vision then and how, how where you're, you're sort of thinking the direction of the industry goes. from an AI standpoint, and if we can level set first, because everybody, everybody says they've got some sort of AI and some sort of product uh, that does some sort of automation or that is some sort of smart. So without talking about maybe Telenia specific, can you sort of give us an overview of of what you think, what you think AI is in the recruiting space?
1: So a lot of people talk about AI, and I'm sure HR professionals, talent acquisition professionals, hear the buzzword AI. And there's a lot of hope, but a lot of disappointment. And this is because number one, people don't really understand what AI is. And number two, it's difficult. Uh, You and me would look at the same resume and see different things. You cannot create a widget that would know what to do in every case. There's a lot of psychology uh, the, the, the biggest challenges are lack of data. Uh, we use primarily LinkedIn, but uh, if you're an engineer, more, more of your information would be on sites like GitHub or Stack Overflow, and you may not be even found on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is limited to three degrees of separation, so you cannot access you know, the entire uh, talent pool of 780 million on LinkedIn. Uh, it's dispersed outdated, and when you start with that, you know, in sourcing, you're already in a uh, a disadvantage. That's one thing. The other uh, uh, challenge is the fact that uh, you use keywords in today's recruitment, Mm -hmm. and keywords are both inefficient and discriminatory. You only find people who happen to have the right keywords on the profile. And you know, good recruiters have developed um, skills and the capabilities to come up with the right uh, job title, add keyword, uh, eliminate keyword. uh, AI can change that completely and do it in a more efficient, comprehensive and immediate way without spending hours. And uh, the challenge is to bridge the gap between what recruiters have in their minds as far as the position they are hiring for and what AI can understand. And it requires an interaction between algorithm and humans because there's no replacement to the human mind. And no matter how good is the job description, it would never describe completely its marketing document. So it cannot reflect and I often see a job description and uh, the client says, no, but and you know, I need a person like this and I say, it's not in the job description and they say, oh the job description is just a marketing document. it's not reflective of you know what we need. So there's a lot of nuances that are only in the human head and the challenge for AI is to bridge that gap and teach the AI what you want, what your preferences, what your priorities and things like that. And in addition, of course, there is the challenge of, diversity and the ability to overcome the limitation that LinkedIn has as far as, uh, you know, not to uh, have to look at pictures to find diverse talent, you know, there are better ways. And these are some of the challenges that AR can uh, overcome. But the last one that I think is critical is AI can help overcome challenges of engagement with talent. Uh, because sending messages one by one is not a very scalable uh, way to engage with talent. Uh, but this is a situation today, the entire world, you know, as far as marketing is using automation, sales and marketing automation, it, it is not uh, available for recruitment. And AI has the ability to take that to a new level and automate engagement with candidates. Well,
0: so Gal, let me ask you, so for, for the sake of argument, If you've got a role that um, you're trying to recruit for, and you're asking the hiring manager, you're asking the head of talent about that role, and they're saying, well, yeah, we need these skills, and you're saying, well, they're not in the job description, uh, right? How how would we know that? How how is it that AI, I mean, how are we training the robots to take over? Like, what, what is the most effective way for us to sort of look at how we're supposed to make them smarter without implementing all of our own biases in that process?
1: You know, I came to the conclusion that uh, AI by itself cannot create uh, a very high quality uh, search. Okay, For every job, you need to train the algorithm at least once. Once you've trained the algorithm for a particular job, AI can remember and implement it for future jobs. So there must be a training uh, a start to a process. And the way it's done is by looking at candidates and giving them thumbs up or thumbs down. And machine learning can look at the ones you've selected and the one you've disqualified and learn from that, okay? In some cases it can say, uh, I see that you've disqualified uh, many candidates who did not have a, a particular skill Uh, Would you like me to add that to your search? And you say yes, and that's going to be added. But for the most part, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down will give you uh, a very good way to calibrate your search. Uh, It's not going to be 100%, okay? Uh, And that's one of the challenges a lot of uh, talent acquisition professionals are facing because they expect the same uh, quality of selecting each and every candidate that they want to contact. Mm-hmm. Because AI would do the selection for you, it's going to be not 100%, but the scalability is going to be so significant, you're going to end up having more candidates to interview. So it's, it's, uh, it's something between uh, selecting them one by one to posting a job and getting everyone who, who think they qualify.
0: Is there anything that you see in the future from an AI standpoint? Because a lot of the discussions right now, especially with this, this challenge employers are having in finding the talent. Uh, at the level of experience that they're looking for. Is there anything that you see or forecast in an, from an AI standpoint on potential, uh, on, on AI being able to identify a candidate's potential to crush it in that role, whereas historically they may be missing two or three skills that have have otherwise historically gotten a, gotten a thumbs up from a, from a recruiter?
1: I'll answer uh, in two ways. Number one, AI has the ability to predict and add missing skills because a lot of people have uh, partial resumes and especially women and minority tend to post 20 to 30% less skills ai has the ability to say you know i'm looking at you 90% of people like you have this skill you must be missing the skill i'm going to add it to your profile okay that's one thing the other thing ai can do is they can look and this may be the biggest uh, advantage that AI can offer to the recruitment industry. Think about recruitment. You're trying to fill a job with someone who's done exactly the same job and agreed to move from his job to your company, okay? You have to pay him more money. He may not fit uh, and he may not want to live or you may be competing with 100 other companies offering the same thing. It is very difficult, very, very difficult. While in your company, there are a bunch of people who are not exactly the type of candidate you're looking for, but with two or three months of uh, training, not only they would be as good as someone from the outside, but they will be better because they are uh, familiar with your culture, they've had success in your company, and they would appreciate the opportunity you've given them. AI can tell you, within your company or outside your company, who could fit? How do they do that? You look at career patterns. You can say, you know, according to this career pattern, his next most likely career path is this job, okay? Consider that person as opposed to looking exactly for the same uh, person that you, you're trying to fill.
0: That's a beautiful thing to think that AI can begin to take on the issue of internal mobility because we know that has wonderful ripples downstream from cost of recruitment and hiring and, uh, and DEI, and i all of that good stuff. But if the robots are going to decide who moves next based on the historical moves within the organization, do we risk repeating the same moves over and over and not offering up any anybody from a different function within the organization that could still be successful in this role and even diversify uh, maybe that, that
1: function or department? Chris, I believe so much in AI that I think that uh, what you just said is very possible, okay? You're saying if we keep moving the same people from the same position to the next position, we're creating a pattern, okay? Uh, but a AI can look at data from different perspective and say, you know, that person doesn't have any of the skills and experiences. but based on our analysis, because of their education and other career patterns, There may be greater risk, but, you know, talk to them. And I'll tell you, I hire data scientists straight out of school. No experience, okay? Mm -hmm. And it does take a couple of months to train them. But these young people are so brilliant, so energetic, so motivated that in a couple of months, they do a better job than if I would have hired, you know, 20-year data scientists from a different company would more you know double money and things like that and i think that given the tight employment market not only the company would start to think about this kind of internal mobilities but they have to they just have to because they are not able to fill those roles and i think it's a blessing ai can help them in that
0: so i think i'm on the same page with you in terms of the future of recruiting is that we we will potentially need, and let's just pick ten years from now. We will potentially need quite a few uh, less, uh, let's say, uh, manual sourcing, uh, entry level type of recruitment folks to sort of build those those slates up front. But let's say I've got a hundred recruiters today at my organization, yes. And in ten years, AI helps me reduce that to fifty, right? Uh, and I'm I'm brave. I'm all in on on Gal's AI theory for recruitment, but do I need to hire a different kind of talent to help my AI continue to learn? Or is it just, it's just going to go Skynet and it's going to completely automate itself and just get smarter every year?
1: Uh, It's a good question. And I don't know the answer, but I'll tell you what I think is the right answer. All right. I think that what, where AI would go is to look at historical data and help the company come up with wisdom. Okay. So, For example, if I see that recruiters tend to hire people from a certain school, I would bring it up and put a spotlight on that and tell the company, uh, you may want to look elsewhere because there's a pattern. You know, people hire people like them. And this is just one example of how we can use data to uh, tell the company first how they hire, who they hire and how they can change to increase diversity in the hiring. And my vision is that uh, recruiters uh, will focus on interviewing people and not on sourcing people. So uh, even though they can say, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down and train the algorithm, at the end of the day, AI will bring them interviews and most of their time would be focused on interviewing, convincing people, onboarding people, and the manual work that they're doing now would be eliminated. You'll have different kind of recruiters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Much more of a, well, you free them up to be much more partners internally and really focus on the engagement or the more the human aspects, right? The, the conversational aspects of recruiting.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nice.
0: Well, Gal, uh, for anybody, leave us from a final thoughts perspective, uh, anybody who's considering uh really looking into ai for recruitment is there somewhere like where would you recommend that they start if i'm a senior recruiter i haven't even talked to my leaders and i just keep hearing about robots 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 is there some resource or somewhere you would recommend that they begin to do their homework at?
1: i know a company called talenia
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's like softball in here sometimes isn't it (laughs) i'll
1: tell you i'll tell you what what i do recommend because companies need to do some research, okay? I'm not objective, but we do have a user guide that talks about AI and recruitment from different perspective. And at least they need to know what they need to look at when they explore AI. And that's available on Talena's website. You can download it for free and then decide, in, and then start your research. And then you come back to Talena.
0: Wonder, it's a good starting point. Yes. Gal, thank you so much. We really appreciate the time that you've given us today. I know you've got a super busy schedule, but we're glad you carved it out for us.
1: Thank you. My pleasure.
0: For those of you who sort of stuck with us, uh, coming up on November 23rd, we're really excited. Elaine Orler, uh, who is uh, affectionately, I like to call strategy and recruiting tech thought leader and buddy. Uh, she's been in our space for ages. We've known her for years and years. Uh, we're gonna get together and talk about what we're thankful for. Uh, it will after all be the week of Thanksgiving in the United States. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that. And from what I hear, there might be some there might be some costumes involved. So you're gonna have to dial in live to see that. Uh, And we'll talk to you then. Until then, we hope to see everybody online in the CXR community at cxr.works. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career We'll catch you next time.